Welcome to B-Movie Breakdown, episode number 143. 143. I don't have any cool number puns for that. Me neither. 43. 45 was Michael Jordan's number when don't. he came back, but I don't, I don't know anything. That's before. not the same. It's not even close. No. There's nothing. But it's not. I don't have anything for This act of creativity based on numbers every time. It just gets your juices flowing for a good podcast, doesn't it? Yeah, not really. It yeah, just breaks nope. my brain and I just don't know what to say. Nope. But, uh... This is the B Movie Breakdown, and as always, I'm Corey. Yep. Yep, and that is Cyborg Nick. That's not my name. And this is a weekly podcast mainstream where we find the humor Corey. and enjoyment like and mainstream budget. shit, like Critters. I love mainstream shit. Yeah, that's Lesser gross. known films of the past and present, home of the good, the bad, and the what the fuck. Each week's movie will be revealed in the prior episode, so you two can join in on the madness. You can listen to us if you subscribe on iTunes, on our website, bmbpodcast.com, or wherever else you stream or download podcasts. Like on your phone, you have a little podcast app that comes with it. If you have an iPhone, oh, do you? you just click, uh, download us on there. That's the same thing as iTunes, and you can leave a review. And if you leave a review on there, suggest a movie, and we will watch that movie. We'll put it in the, the We'll put it in the queue. Put it in the our, queue. Our cute little queue. The list. They're called lists now. Remember Netflix used to have, used to have a queue? Now it's, now a, it's list. a list. And then they took away like the star ratings. Now it's like thumbs up, thumbs down. I don't like that. Mine are still stars. No. They are. Trek. I did check. I just have been watching. It's thumbs up, thumbs down. They changed it. Why? Because it's too complicated for people to understand. It's so stars. annoying. Because like, if you like, if you like, you just thumbs up a bunch of movies. Like, it's not genuinely like if you love it. You know, it used to be like love it, hate it, like right. love it, like it, kind of liked it. You know, it was like different. Each star. This had is what like happens when thing. when language gets simplified for the masses. You can't have any nuance. It's just you either the, like uh, it or you don't. Roger you have to Ebert. Pick. It's like right and it's like right and left. You have to pick a side. Yeah. You like it or you See, don't. Look at there's a little thumb up. Look at it right here now. I've like, never seen that in my down. life. Took away the stars. Not no on star not on my fucking PlayStation. I'll have to look at it. I didn't. I swear there were still stars. Maybe there. the PlayStation Three. Yeah. Maybe the PlayStation Three has, well can't update your Netflix and then you can't get the new. Oh it, no! Sometimes it fucking updates my Netflix, so then I can't fucking watch it for five minutes because it has oh. to update. Well, then so I, don't, just, I don't know what to tell you there because I don't know with the star star ratings, but star ratings you can give us on iTunes. Oh, that's and cute. You can give us up to five stars. So suggest a movie on there. We will in fact watch it. Uh, you can reach us also to give us suggestions or just whatever you want to tell us on our website at our email bmbpodcast at gmail dot com on Twitter open. at bmbpodcast Facebook just search B Movie Breakdown or on the Insta of Grams. Whenever whenever Insta is separated from Grams, I think you have Graham crackers, and that makes me hungry. Like Teddy Grams, exactly, or like just like a Graham cracker, or Golden Grams, or a Golden Graham, right? But Instagram, I just think of that little phone, little photo icon on my phone. Mm-hmm. But if you separate it, I think it's something sorry, else. Sorry, Instagram. No, you're right. You can call it whatever you want. Instagram. Whatever they call it in the mainstream. I'll say it real quick so you don't even think about the photo thing. Then I wonder what you're saying. Instagram. I just like, are you having a stroke? Are you right? Instagram. Oh my God. So you got you can follow wow. us on Instagram. Uh, we are also, we post a lot on there as well. Uh, Nick, do you have any plugs? I do. For yourself? Yes. You can... Read my comics slash stories, comic stories, comic slash stories at scatterville.com. You can follow me or like me at Scatterville Stories on the Facebook, mm. where I have two stories posted one about a robot, the other, it's about the origin of a robot learning to deal with the world he has been born into. And the other is about, it's called Claw and Order, it's about solving dinosaur crimes. Because 20 years ago, dinosaurs came to Earth, Corey, and everything 
and hell broke loose. That's, that's pretty, those are it's pretty serious. Those shit. parts, those chapters are up there. And then now I got it's called I'm calling it Bad Hero, and you can follow. It's a superhero story, and I would give it more descriptive words in my summary. But it's I don't want to give any spoilers. But basically, it's a you know superhero doing superhero stuff, which sounds very generic. But there's two sides of every coin. Who's good? Who's evil? Are you both? I don't know, man. Who knows? Got to find out. Got to find out. Got to find out. So check out uh, Scatterville all over the yeah, web. Oh, yeah. Instagram. And Instagram. Scatterville stories. Scatterville stories. Check it out. Find me. This week on well, the podcast. Don't pod find me. That's weird. Oh, yeah. Don't find me. That's. Find Nick. <laughs> yeah, there's a game. It's you a can new play. game. It's like, where's Waldo? If you find if, Nick. No, if you find me I'll you and tell me a movie, we'll watch it. Just, just when you find me, just that's all you do. <laughs> find, like, but do they, have to have, do they have to find you like in real life, or find you just on the web? Because you you seem like you pretty much gave all the ways to find you on the web. Right. So that's all that matters. So, well, how about this? Somebody, if you check out scatterville.com, leave a comment on scatterville.com saying that you came there from the B Movie Breakdown and leave a suggestion on there too. Yeah, you can work. You leave it. There you go. Well, then, then we'll, or, we'll know uh, that you're actually listening to the things we say. Yeah, they're listening. Instead of being little shits. Wow, little shits. Or being little critters. Wow, speaking of critters. Speaking of critters, we are uh, we are we are ending our time in the critterverse. Unfortunately, I wish there was more. I wish there was more too, but sadly there's not. This time we travel back to space. It started in space. Yeah. With the first movie. Back to where it started. Well, like it's not that it, because not the first movie it took place in space, but it slowly starts in space. It does, and it, and, and now we are ending uh, in space with critters four coming full circle. Back to space. Four fifty three years. Well, you'll hear four solid movies. Yeah, four is a good quad. Yeah, good quadrilogy. The Saturn quadrant. It's, I don't have a set like my Alien quadrilogy set that's like fucking ten discs. But there's only four, and the, there's make no one. features for the critters. I feel like critters will be a thing uh, once rights, maybe issues or something uh, get handled. That Scream Factory will put out on Blu-ray. You at sure? least, the, at least the first one. Usually, usually what they do is nobody's ever interviewed Charlie. Come on. Usually, what they do is for a lot of those movies, if the sequels weren't as like big as or more as popular, I guess. Right. Is they'll put the, like the first one out on Blu-ray, uh -huh. and then like the other sequels will put on Blu-ray, but it'll be like a package. Yeah. So I think you know that they just do that with a critters deserves movies. it but they could do one through four all on different blu-rays critters but... movies are not mediocre oh they i i, I went down and they did one and two separate blu-rays and three and four on the same disc it makes sense but uh yeah I, that's definitely a, critters is definitely a scream factory a future release because right now you can just get them on the like collectors critters collection thing from new line dvd and it's probably like three dollars on amazon or some shit it's a universe full of ideas but i would I, I would i would consider double dipping for some critter blu-rays to get some uh features and interviews and commentary tracks they'd be good because like there's still plenty of people that are involved in those movies uh you know like the guy who played charlie and the guy who played ugg uh, i'm assuming uh, they're still alive but scott grimes who played brad he does the voice of steve on american dad so he's still relevant yeah he is you can get him to do some commentary and uh, I think that'd be kind of interesting. So maybe maybe one day we'll get a Critters Blu-ray release from Scream Factory. That'd be great. I'd be excited about that. But yeah, this is the end of our uh, our uh, time in the Critterverse with Critters 4. It's the best of the worst. Be movie breakdown.
talking about monsters drinking monsters. Yeah, talking about monsters drinking monsters. What are we? Monsters or creatures? Tonight we're monsters. Are the critters monsters or creatures? Monsters. You've established this, and in this week's movie, they're space monsters. Oh wait, they're always space monsters. They just were on. But Earth. this and it's funny. We're drinking monsters. Going to talk about monsters, but this is the literally the one critter film where the critters are barely in it. They are, but like, it's like I a, don't think I don't because but only because. I don't know how to get into it, but like that, that almost didn't bother me. Like, it didn't, cause like the downtime wasn't like boring. It was almost like a suspenseful. It was like a good science fiction movie. I was very pleased with the yeah. the overall package yeah. of this film. It had a few pacing issues, but that's know. about it. I don't know. No pacing bothered, cause I don't know. It's it was a weird thing in a good way for me, cause it's clearly critters, but there's like other like they have other ideas to do. Like, I feel like if this was made by anybody else, like, it would literally just be critters, like, attacking on a space station. Right. And, that'd be it. and, like, they did, but, like, not much. Like, not really. Right. So, it's, it's, it's a weird, it's weird that they filmed this, like, right, simultaneously, or didn't, whatever, didn't like, right to. after doing the right. third one, and then, like, the third one... It, has a lot of critter stuff in it. It's you know it's majority critter shit, and on this one they're like they're they're it's the scene from the third one at the beginning, which the already right there kind of fucks it up because it says somewhere in Kansas, nineteen ninety two. That was weird. And they were definitely in L A. They were in totally in Los Angeles. They were. They went through Kansas because they went through Grover's Bend. Right. So it's almost like they forgot that it took place in a different city before. But they remembered how it, how it ended. Right. Well, I don't well, know. The same footage, which is funny because the same footage thing. Uh, apparently, this movie, all the space scenes and a lot of the sets were lifted from the guy who played Charlie, Don Keith Opper. Yeah. His uh, a film he did previously called Android from 1982, that he wrote and the starred is in. Oh, we have to watch that sometime. And uh, a lot of the sets and space scenes were lifted from that. Oh really? Like the like external space scenes, and then the sets. So that like space station they went to, that's probably all from that first movie from Android. I bet. Yeah. Then. Neat, but like the ship they used looked like one of Ugg's old ships. Right. That. So was... that was photoshopped. Well, not photoshopped. That didn't exist. But like you know, like yeah, I do. Imposed in there. I do. So that those that ship obviously. I just want to the... before we get into just I was thoroughly happy with this film. Like it ends. Like it's. Because, like, it, it's not what I even expected, which right. is, like, when you say weird, I, I would say weird and agree with you, but, like, I feel weird almost has, like, a bad connotation to it. But it, it shouldn't, and it doesn't. Because, like, it gives you new stuff. It introduces so many new ideas. But, like, the, the third, or was it the third or second one, where they show, like, them up in space, like, doing, like, Yeah, that mission. was the second one. Like, that gives you new yeah, stuff, it but did. it doesn't explore enough. And this one almost, this one also gives you new stuff, but doesn't explore enough. No, it makes you wonder. Because it's it makes still you trying think. to be, like, a Critters movie, but it's not. And I feel like that's, if I have an issue with this movie, is that I wanted more Critter. Because, yeah. like, the one Critter who's, like, balding, he's, like, creating all these Critters in the lab, so you think it's going to be, like, this fucking showdown. Right. And there is, there... This is the only one that has no, like, ultimate showdown with the critters in it. No, the only... I mean, the the finale, like, the, we're waiting for the comeback moment. Like, things were staggered. Because, like... It's like the council is, like, the bad guys. Which, and it's which like that alien, is awesome, too. It's a, but that's almost it's just like an alien... Awesome. alien no, there's something. a lot of alien. There's a lot of... There's a Wayland, lot of, it's like the... Somebody really liked aliens. Terracore thing right. is just Wayland. Right. 
But when you throw in Ugg and things have changed, there's a lot going on that makes me real happy. Right. Because it makes you wonder. Right, and I, and I agree. Like, there's, no, there's no ideas being reused, I mean, from, like, Critters itself. Like, it, it breaks new ground. Yeah, I, I agree completely, except for I just didn't like that there wasn't... It really wasn't a critter movie. I know. I almost I because can't they, say I didn't like it like that part because I'm even I'm always even okay with the minimal uses of critters. I was just getting pumped because when he's creating all of them in the lab, I'm yeah, like, that was Fuck that would have yes. been good. Like, then they all just like take on the those soldiers yeah. and like you don't see it the, even, so it's just like felt like a wasted opportunity. No, I I don't I don't disagree that there should have been more critters, but it's almost like even though it's I'm almost and okay you, with it being like not a critters movie, but it is because like I feel like. The minimal use of the critters, like they're whenever they're used, they're fine and they're great. Yeah, it's almost like how some movies overuse things, like they don't. So like, at least you watch They were never overused in any of the movies. No, they weren't. We've all, I mean, we talk about the the low body counts in every film. Like they yeah. barely do anything, honestly. They just cause havoc. Right. Cause havoc. Right. And I mean, these ones weren't even that goofier. They're more serious. They weren't yeah. even goof that goofy or silly. And this is the only time they didn't use poison darts. They didn't. That's true. They didn't use it at all. And they could have easily. Every, taking them out, there were so many times. They so, do they just that. not have the ability to do so? No, they had to have the ability, but like, I don't know. They don't know how to. They can't learn how to use their poison darts in their bodies, but they can learn how to use technology and science. Because critters are not dumb. We've established that also. They're very intelligent. Right. They know what they're doing. Right. I was hoping though. One thing about this movie is that when the one critter got the haircut from the laser rifle. Yes. Just like in the second one. Yes. It would have said bitchin'. It would have been I, good. I, if anything, if there was any missed opportunity, that's the missed that opportunity. That was one. It's just a little throwback. You could have done that. It would have been funny. Right, because they talked once, but then they said, like, we'll get the kids. Yeah, they it was. talking about the eggs. Right. I mean, that was cheeky like, and funny. But it wasn't like, it, it would have been way cooler for the bitchin'. It wasn't then. bitchin' or fuck, you know? Right. It wasn't anything that intense. Right. So I feel like they they should have, uh, you know. Yeah. No, I just just thoroughly happy. And the body count in this one is, is seven. Yeah, and like the the critters, fuck, evil Ugg kills more people than. And this movie is actually uh, ten minutes longer than any of the other movies. Amazing. So that's weird. Like why did and then? But there's not not even about critters. It's. Yeah, but you get Space Corporation and future things. Well, we forgot to mention, too. The, uh, we we mentioned, we'll, we'll mention everything. I know, but we, we said something about how they it's showed hard the to set, It's from, hard to set the tone. They, they, meant, they showed this stuff from 1992. They did. And then it's Charlie putting the eggs in the incubator thing yes. that comes to Earth that we saw in the, the right, third one. Right, because in that movie, the critters, the last two, you can't kill critters. You can't kill a species if they're the last ones. You can't extinct right. them. So Charlie gets in the capsule, and he is then... Floating through space, I guess frozen. I don't yeah, know how he, he's he was, kept in that containment unit to be okay. I don't know either because he it's can. Not, he, it's not explained. He can be cryogenically frozen, but like there's no apparatus hooked up to him to keep him. It's you know, it's a weird thing. So he's floating around for 53 years. Yes. And it has to be some sort of cryo thing because he doesn't age. No, he's frozen. I mean, it, it's safe to say he's frozen. And. Then the movie take, mainly takes place in 2045 on a spaceship and space station. I mean, I got over it pretty quick, but still, why did that have to happen? Why did you have to go 53 years into the future? And it then was, we were talking out loud, like, oh, because we're probably going to have to have humans in space. And that's the only way it's going to be able to happen, is to go 53 years in the future? All right. It's just one of those weird sequel things, and Jason X was kind of that way, but this is not around the same exact time, because Jason X was more like 2000. 
Yeah. So, but it was one of those things where we it's jump, we, over. we right. jump ahead, and we go to space. And uh, around the same time as this one, though, more was um, fucking Leprechaun Four. Yeah. Which is funny. That was a fourth movie. This is a fourth movie. Yeah. And Leprechaun Four is literally literally called Leprechaun Four in space. Right. So I mean, they knew what they were doing. They're being silly. But it's just funny when you, uh, in another movie that I always think about too, that's in space and it's like, oddly, why do they go to space? And it's, it's definitely not as good as the original is airplane Two, the sequel is about them going to a space station, which is just goofy Mar on the moon. Goofy. And I mean, it's goofy and it's airplane. It's definitely not as funny as the original, but it's just one of those ones. Like, why do we decide we're going to go to space all of a sudden? Yeah. It's just time like, to go to space. It's inexplicable. You know, just like, okay, here we... And, um, you know, another one... Well, I mentioned Fortress and how Fortress 2 is in space. Mm -hmm. uh, that's probably one that's overlooked if you look, look at any lists of movies. I'm sure. I feel like Fortress is... Critters is probably not one that people talk about a lot, but yeah, Critters but is probably more known than Critters. Critters has jumped to the top of my favorite franchise list. <laughs> but another one is Hellraiser. And Hellraiser, it's like five or six. Oh, you gotta uh, write those off. Hell... Bloodline isn't bad. Throw them away. But it's, I'm just telling you, Hellraiser Blood Bloodline isn't bad. It like explains like the history of the puzzle box. Yeah. But it like the part there's too many parts where it's just like not good. Yeah. There's that, some cool moments in that one. I believe this. And that's definitely like one of the last ones I saw was yeah. Bloodline. But part of it does take place in space. So you have Cinnabites in space. You'd think with a movie just jumping 53 years in the future and going into space that it'd be more cheesy and ridiculous. Yeah. But it treats it like, I mean, it's got the same tone as like an alien, but like a good alien. Yeah. Like an alien or an aliens. Like, it's not like hokey and jokey and everything seems fine. And I mean, even when Charlie gets thrown in the mix, like he's still being believable in space, which I was just shocked by. Like, you'd think the concept would be addressed like more... More absurdly, more, I'm trying to think of a good, more rambunctious, more obnoxious, mm -hmm. more like flamboyant, just like, more like, we're in space, critters laugh, ha ha. No, it treats as a serious sci-fi movie, but a kid who wants to go home to Earth, but he's never been to Earth, but his dad's there, and they're on a salvage crew picking up pieces, like, what's, where's, what is this world? And, and that's definitely, like, obviously Alien started that whole, like, trend. Which is good. Of, um... You know, because the spaceship isn't clean; oh, it's well, not a pristine vessel. Oh, You're not like part of the Federation. You're right, a ship I, I just meant like on the outskirts, space trucker type of thing. Exactly. And one, a movie we should watch for the podcast one time. It's a movie literally called Space Truckers. That's fine. And it's Dennis Hopper's in it. That's fine. I like him. And uh, it's like they're transporting like an alien species. And, That's like, fine. It gets loose and whatever. I want to see King Koopa in space. But I just love how that one's literally called Space Truckers. It's just like, like they, fuck it. Right. <laughs> right. This We're is not, it. No clever titles. This is it. Nothing else. But I remember like watching that like on HBO back in the day. And another space one that I always wanted to watch was, and I never saw was Dracula 3000. Nope. <laughs> nope. You don't want to see Dracula in the year 3000 in space? Nope. I Vampires mean, in space. Why not? They need oxygen to breathe. They could probably just live in space. Right. But Dracula 3000. Uh, and before we get to anything else about Critters 4, uh, probably, I feel like Jason X is, might be one of the most famous like in space movies. Yeah. But if it was tied with anything, it'd probably be Moonraker. 
Probably. Because just yeah. throwing James Bond into yeah. space. Yeah, deal with that. Is just... But it was like, you know, Soviet space race, space stuff. And it's funny, as a kid you know. growing up, uh, uh, which is uh, Roger Moore was in that one and he recently passed away. But uh, when he growing up, I remember really liking Moon, Moonraker. Yeah, because it's awesome. Because it was in space. But like when you hear about it now, people talk about it, people loathe that one. It's not like necessarily ranked as like the worst Bond. No, movie, they just because like oh, that's but not it's realistic. Definitely, like it's definitely like ranked as one of the worst. Because James movies. Bond has always been based in strict realism. Well, I don't know if I don't know if the criticism is that it's in space. I think it's just not a good movie. I don't know. I just remember Jaws is in it, and then yeah. Moonraker laser guns, and then like I was pumped because like Moonraker laser guns were in the GoldenEye game. Of course, well, so yeah. So then I like, like the movie more because of that. And then you have a guy, this giant man with metal teeth running around in space. I, in a well, space I always station. like those things because like obviously, GI Joe and Cobra. I mean, Cobra is a specter. That's all it is. But like you know, being born when I was, I was introduced to GI Joe and Cobra first. Mm -hmm. and then I got into watching James Bond a little bit older, so it's just like this is just fucking GI Joe and Cobra. This is this is amazing. Yeah. But like, it's a cycle. They're all amazing for the same reasons. Because yeah. like, of course, this is great. And whenever Robert Rodriguez gets to make the third Machete movie, that one's in space. But I mean, that's the teaser at the that end of Machete Kills, to... and it's like right. Machete Kills again. Dot 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 in space. That genre is meant for that. Right. That uh, movie is sure. designed to for go sure. to space. It has to go to space. When he, I mean, in the trailer, when he has like this, like laser machete, all, all it's roads, just something you just we just need that. We all need, roads lead to space. Sometimes. Sometimes. Some. It's like I feel like certain. I think I feel like that's one reason that Jason X, a movie that we liked, and it gets a lot of flack. Yeah. And I think the reason it gets a lot of flack is because it's like. Oh, Jason in space. Right, and that's what I want to... The difference between, like, Jason in space and, like, Critters 4, you know, Jason X and Critters 4, they're different because Critters 4 takes, like, the space idea, like, seriously. Like, it establishes this other society, and they're, like, actually Jason doing X stuff. Jason X kind of does, too, though. Yeah, but it's not done as, like... Maybe it's because it's filmed like it was a sci-fi original movie. Yeah. And this one was filmed like it actually looked good. But, but the thing that, about Jason... That factors into my viewing as well. The thing about Jason X, though, and I, that we both really liked when we talked about it a few episodes back... Was that the the pacing of that is like is almost better than some of the other Friday the Thirteenth movies? It was good pacing. It just That's gets down true. to business. It might be silly that it's in space, but it doesn't treat it as if it's like it's not like silly in space. Like Leprechaun Four, from what I remember, I remember there was like it's a scene where silly. a guy like he pees him it's out not or good. something. It's, it's not like, good. Yeah, it's and not it's not like him scene. still trying to find a princess thing or whatever. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I haven't I, watched that movie in like we should eight, watch those ones. Years. We've been it's doing all like these eight years. all these horror franchise. We have things. that's true. And I think Leprechaun would be a good one to tackle because uh, there's six of those movies: Leprechaun one, two, three, four in space, five in the hood, six back to the hood. Yeah, because then the both the hood ones were like its own contained crazy. What a wild the, the hood one. I never saw Back to the Hood. I did. I only saw. Uh, in the hood, it's kind of more of the same. I remember he's like raps with Ice T in it. I think he does. And there's like a strip club scene. Because I course. mean, those movies definitely knew what they were doing. They were they never. Did. Maybe the first one might have been a little bit grittier, but it was still silly. Right. And, and more low budget, so it's just kind of bare bones monster scare. Right. Type of deal. But then once it got going, I think yeah. the third one takes place in Vegas. Which that one I think might be my favorite. They go into a lot of detail about what leprechauns are and how you can become one. They do. There's a lot of lore in the second one too. There's like stuff where they go inside trees and stuff like that. 
I, again, I haven't right. seen those in so long it's that been I really like, don't... It's been like eight years. I remember a friend of mine growing up was like obsessed with the Leprechaun movies. Which, but that's fine. I just, you know, they were cool, but I I wasn't like super pumped to, to watch Leprechaun all the time. Whenever I think of those movies, honestly, I always think of Wayne's World 2 when he's like doing like the Leprechaun impression and scaring Garth. Yeah, I'm pretty sure one of those movies I watched a lot, and it was a random one, and I'll never be able to know which one it was, but then when I got older, I watched them all. And then I, could, I knew which one was which. But I remember one in my head, maybe it was just the first one, that I've seen more often, you know what I mean? Before I could, before I could piece things together, because when you watch movies and you're younger, you see bits and pieces of movies from the same franchise, so then in your head you think they're the same movie and they're not, then you realize you probably watch like a marathon and watch a bunch of them at once. Right, I think on TV during like Halloween or stuff like that they typically play the first one the most because we talked about how memories just don't work right you can misremember anything i mean i remember the first one pretty vividly jennifer anderson's in it the guy who played francis from Wee's big adventure is in it he's like the he's supposed to be like possibly like handicapped but not really like almost like a charlie type of character yeah charlie's a little bit more intelligent than this but he's supposed to be like this like fat bumbling like autistic Per guy who lives in town and nobody believes him. He's just the silly whatever. It's an archetype. The and, character you know, exists. And he's like, the leprechaun's here. And they're like, oh, shut up, fat guy. Shut up, fat guy. And then the one kid is like the kid who's his friend. And it's almost like the critters type of thing. Because only creepy guys can be friends with kids. And everyone just allows this to happen. And the kids understand them and believe them. And nobody else does until bad things happen. It's it's like the leprechaun is almost critters. Like the, the same like arc. Right. Of like, nobody believes it? Oh, here he is. He's taking people down. Yeah, except the fact that he doesn't become a bounty hunter and go to space. No, I don't. I'm pretty sure he dies. <laughs> so. He's not as cool as Charlie. No, he's not as cool as Charlie. What was Charlie. his last name? McFadden? They McFadden. Said it. That's awesome. Yeah, I forgot. Like, yeah, like, I mean, he's always just been Charlie, so I forgot that, like, they even gave the character a last name. Right. And uh, Charlie and Ugg are all four movies. There's all some four strong movies. continuity there. It's great. And this is so a, many questions. And this is the first time that uh, Don Keith Opper got top billing. Yeah, and when you notice the credits, yeah. I, I wrote that down. Uh, his name was first before anybody else's, and it's, which is crazy because you had somebody like Brad Dorif in the movie who, at the time, I mean, he was in movies a lot in the in the nineties and in the eighties, but he was the voice of Chucky in the Child's Play movies. So that's huge too. I mean, he was, I mean, even before Critters 4, he was in Mississippi Burning, which he was like this uh, deputy bad guy in it. And yeah. I'm pretty sure he's nominated for awards and stuff like that for uh, Mississippi Burning. So he, I mean, he's not like some like shit actor, even though he was the voice of um, Chucky. He was no, in, he was he's great. in a lot of like serious big movies. And he owned it on this. Every time he was on screen, it was a treat. In, it was a well in this movie. In this movie, yeah, it he's a he's joy. a great actor. I wish he was in more shit. And I feel like you know when uh, actually it's funny we're talking about Alien. He's in Alien Resurrection. He's one of the doctors. Is it really? He, the doctors that are cloning all the yeah. alien types and yeah. stuff like that. He's the one that's like in love with the alien. Oh jeez. Remember the one that's like keeps tapping on the window and like licking I do know that one. the window. And that stuff? was him. Yeah, that's Brad Dorif. That's great. Yeah. So it's a weird little connection there for. Aliens, Alien series. Yeah, because this this movie was able to combine Alien Resurrection with Alien Three before Alien Resurrection was even a thing. It's very similar. Just the labs. Yeah, I mean, the they're lab not cloning stuff. anybody, but like they're trying to make this weapon. Well, see, Critters Four came out in ninety two, and Alien Three came out in yeah before ninety two, same year. 
one of those things people talking behind the scenes so, ideas spreading and and even for somebody like um angela bassett to get out get as high billing right as uh no, it's charlie's as, movie because like she was it um actually i don't think i don't know, i gotta look i want to look up her 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 thing listing for roles but boys in the hood might have been right after this so maybe she hadn't quite you know got that push yet so uh Curtis, well, like we were talking about jennifer anderson being in leprechaun it's almost the same thing with her she's in critters four and then right after that it's like boys in the hood malcolm max and from there it just keeps going and going with with her career so correct it's kind of she got her start with Critters Four, which is, and it's not. I no, I don't think any of these Critters movies are bad. None of them are bad. I think bad. the third one might be the worst one. No, it sets up this awesome sci-fi masterpiece. Masterpiece. <laughs> I don't know about sci-fi masterpiece. Masterpiece. That's how many movies do I watch that take place in space, and I expect to be just garbage, and I expect to be good, and they turn to be garbage. This one, I I didn't even know, and it did not. Right. I know. It didn't, it didn't drop my but, my expectation meter. Did not go below unsatisfactory and it hovered around totally awesome well uh if i had to rank them me i don't know maybe this one's not as good as three uh three was i don't know that easily though out of the critters all four critters movies having watched them all now yes two i think is my favorite one well i think i mean that it's makes like sense. the most chaos the most critters that makes the sense. most like the most fun and i love the first one because it's like it's fun it's funny and it's ridiculous yeah, but the second one gives you it fulfills the promise of right. critters. It, it does like, like everything you wanted the first one to do and more and it really right. it really sets a bar but the and none of the and it's not like i'm saying the sets of bar and like all the other ones fall short they do but not in a sense of where they're bad they just it's hard to live up to that when you're gonna go in a different direction, which is that. why I'm even more happy about this move, this Critters Four. When I'm really pumped, I like it so much, is because like it doesn't try and just none of these movies trying to repeat the other movies. They just do different stuff. Right. So like it just gives you more material, more new things. Right. This one introduces so many concepts that when you're watching the first one, I would have no idea I'd be thinking about these concepts. Terracore, what the fuck is this? Where's the Universal Council? I was hunting the bounty hunters. We were debating if the bounty hunters were cops or private contractors. It doesn't fucking matter because 53 years later, there's this galactic corporation. And, like, we don't know what's going on with Ugg. What happened there? Yeah, what? Tetra, Counselor Tetra, whatever the fuck his name was. Like, what was his, what was his title? Do you remember? Because it, it was Tetra, but he had, like, a title. It was Bas Counselor Tetra. Counselor Tetra? Yeah. So, like... Ugg Tetra, I guess. No, I think his name well, probably... Well, can, yeah, he can have a last name. No, but I don't think... He didn't... He doesn't have a last name. It was just Ugg. But think about it. In the last movie, we saw his friend died. He's by himself. Who knows what intergalactic politics were going on. The council gets dissolved. He rises to power somehow. Who knows? Who knows? Humans are in space now. So what do humans know about... Did, right. they, did the humans get involved? And did capitalism help encourage Tetracore? Did humanity contaminate the universe and spread its capitalistic terrors across the world? On this space station, they're developing a method of launching alien species at planets to wipe out the population to start colonies. That's dangerous. That it sounds is. bad. It's a, it's, that uh, sounds real a, bad. And it's a sweet idea to explore. Like, sadly, there's that's not a thing. No, but like... Because like, this, this is the last Critter movie. And like, the, you could have had like... I was waiting for one little tease at the end and then to be like, oh, they never made another one. Like, 
Charlie's in the ship, and then you see a critter, like, in the corner. Well, yeah, so was I. I was waiting for, like, the last, like... And I feel like they should have just done that to have that little thing, to leave it open. And instead of... I think maybe the ending might be my biggest problem more than the not enough critters is the ending with no, Charlie. No, you had a sour, you had a look, you had a sour look on your face once it was over. Yeah, because Charlie's and in the just, sh- in all the of a sudden you got so upset. He's in the getaway ship with Ethan and uh, I don't know what Angela Bassett's character's name was. What was her name? I don't think they said her name a lot. The computer's name was Angela in the ship, so like that's all I kept thinking of was that the computer's name was Angela and her. And it was Angela Bassett was the person. And I love that they wanted to play up a sentient computer. You know, but like she's just dumb, which was funny because she's the whole the whole station is fucked. Right. So she can barely function. She operates on opposite commands because she has no idea what she's doing. But yeah, and then at the end when Charlie just that gets you so mad. He, he just presses. I the, think I pinpointed the moment when you just like, huh? Yeah, because your little hunt moment. Because it's just Charlie gets in the captain's chair and they're telling him, "Don't touch anything." Right. Because they're gonna go back to Earth. Right. And instead of. We don't even know what happens, really. We have you have no idea, which I love. It's just open ended. I love it like, too, but whatever. I wish there would have been like a critter, like in the corner, it's like done. Because I wish there would have been a critter, and then like Charlie like sent them off into space, who knows where, with a critter on board. Right. Because because I mean, almost it's like Alien Resurrection is almost that thing where like the aliens on board and they're going back to Earth, type of thing. Right. And that's essentially every alien movie. They're trying to get back to Earth with a xenomorph. Well, that was the thing. Like, Alien Rexura, even though it wasn't actually Ripley, but you just have to say it is. Like, it's a, Ripley's clone. She gets back to Earth. Right. Like, that's, there's a, deli- the there's a completed. deleted scene, too, of I think her, that's what I'm thinking of, because I watched... And her, it's her and Winona, uh, Winona Ryder. Yeah. She's who, a... Spoiler, she's a robot. Yeah, spoiler, she's a robot. It's them two on Earth. It's like Ripley finally back on Earth. Yeah, and Earth is just a fucking disaster town. Yeah. Because, like, of course it is. Yeah. But it's just global warming. An Thanks. Interesting climate but change. It, it's funny because thanks. Yeah, I, well, a game I need to finish playing is the Alien game, uh, Alien uh, Isolation, in which you play Ripley's. You play as Ripley's daughter. Oh jeez. And the game, the story is fucking excellent. That's nice. And it is scary as fuck. That's great. And it's really, really well done. I never, I haven't finished playing it. Ripley's daughter goes off to look for and fuck with aliens. Is that yep. the idea? Basically. Damn. She's trying to find this the Nostromo, and they come across this giant space station, and there's xenomorph. It, it, it was a, uh, the space station was in con- got the like the essentially what would be like a black box and like a plane. Yeah. From the Nostromo. Nice. There's a cool idea to get Ripley's so, blood involved and had, tell a different story that doesn't have to do with. But in, but they did it in a video game. Right. So I don't know. You can't really go back to that well, I guess. So, I mean, it would have been a good idea for a movie, and it's done really, really well in the game. It's the story is it's paced well, and there's a lot of suspense, and it's almost more. It's a lot. There's only one alien in the game. It's not aliens. Right. It's, it's just one, one alien, which is. There's and only one of the first ones. Right. Scary and you fucking have, creature. You have little to no weapons in the game. That makes it worse. Uh, yeah. And, like, if it hears you the slightest bit, like, you're... Yeah, it's coming you're, for you. You're fucked. So, but I, I, I love that idea, that story. And there's been a lot of Alien games that came out. Uh, some arcade ones and some side-scroller ones back in the day that were cool. But there was one before this one, Alien Colonial Marines, and it was fucking horrible. So for this game to come out a couple years back and be really good, it was exciting. But maybe they'll make a, a Critters game one day. They're making all these like indie games. It could be like an indie game. All this does is frustrate me because we're disputing and arguing. Not that we actually we weren't arguing. It was just talking. Obviously, why did I say arguing? Just because I assume conversations are arguments, which is not true. <laughs> but fuck you. Yeah, whatever. You don't believe this. 
No, chill, but, but chill like, out, asshole. like, why can't they just make critters now? Oh, because in the last one, we took the only two critter eggs and we went 53 fucking years into the future and we went to space. And then at the end of the movie, it's 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 almost not even left open ended for when Charlie presses the button in the ship and it just spins off and crazy and goes. No, because five seconds later, Ethan comes over and goes, "What the fuck did you do?" and just puts it back on course. That's what happens. Maybe, or they go to some they go to fucking critter planet. Oh, I like where you're going. All right. <laughs> The Krites weren't extinct, and the Krites actually took over, and they formed... You fight. You never know who leads Terracor, and you find out that the Krites are in command. Oh, shit. That's what I... That That's what changed Uggs Wrote that movie. Well, he shit. became... He's been hunting them forever, and then he became their bitch. But yeah, so like... If, this guy... But if, can I... Never mind. Well, I was gonna say, if you, if you make a Critters 5, then it's just like, well, now we have to make this other future movie... And right. if we're not going to put it on a planet, we're going to have to use, what, the same space stations again? Like, you dig yourself a big hole when you leap that far into the fucking future if you're not going to continue with the Correct. future like that. I mean, all you have to do is say that those weren't the only Krite eggs. Or, like, a, another Krite ship crash, or something happens. Like, right. all you have to do is say they were wrong. And then you right. open up a whole new thing of critters. And then you can even build... Then it'd almost be like a weird, like, Planet of the Apes type thing. Where, like... Their new movie, the new Planet of the Apes movies are different. You know what I mean? Right. That there's always the talk of is this before the other timeline? It doesn't matter because there's a brand new universe. It's its own timeline. Right. It's its own thing. Eventually, it'll get to Planet of the Apes, but it'll be its own Planet of the Apes, and it, it might not even. I honestly feel like they're you know, not going to go there. They're not going to go the time but if they, travel. If they, if they go, well, if they if they ever get to a point. Because they can still they can still do the same story. You can even all of a sudden have these astronauts land. But I was just gonna say you can almost because it's funny uh, on the show Last Man on Earth. There's a whole aspect of the show where the main Will Forte's brother, like all these this you know thing wiped out all these people, but certain people are immune. Obviously, there's a number of people on the show. Yeah, not a lot, but four or five people on the show, and they run into other people here and there. But like he's out in space as all this happens. So he comes back to Earth. Right. So you could have that happen to where, like, these people are up in a space station. So that could be, you could do it, but then you don't have to introduce the, like, you know what I mean? These people might not realize it's Earth. You could have almost, like, a symbol. I don't know. Don't I don't feel like don't redo the ending with where it's Earth all along. Like, you don't need it. We love we no, love the, the ending. No, there's no, there's no plot. No, you can't do the plot to us because we're following Caesar. So we know right. what happens. There's no twist. Right. But they in the first movie they do show that ship rocket off into space. Right. So I mean they're out there. So they're, yeah, they're, I imagine there's people out and from any other country, even could space be. station, whatever. So you could still have that aspect where somebody comes back, and then there's wild humans, and this person is trying to figure out what's going on. But then you don't really have a twist ending to it. They're just having to deal with this is Earth now. Correct. Well, cause, I, and I feel like that's probably what will happen. Well, because in the they only did it because it was cheaper. But in the book when they come back. The apes live in a highly advanced science fiction, like, future world. It's not primitive, like, with mm -hmm. horses and shit. So and, all you have to do is do that, and it's already different. Yeah. And it's and, done. And, it's and good. They, they could do that, but, I mean, they're riding horses now, but I feel like just because they're not That's because cars we're not, and stuff like that. No, because, like, they'll be so far in, in advanced where, like, the apes will have an actual, basically, just human society. But, right. And then, so then it will be what it is. And then, you know, apes and helicopters. I mean, these and stuff. movies have been so good so far. Those They're movies phenomenal. have been so good so far. Why can't Caesar be in a more. Apes can't live forever. He's going to have to die eventually. Yeah, sadly. He and probably I don't, will die. I don't like that. It's not good. I, I feel like when it, when he dies, I don't think he'll die of like an old age thing. I feel like he'll die like getting, sacrificing himself for yeah, the which, apes. I, which is what I fear he does. he's going to do in every movie. 
I fear he's gonna die every time. He almost got me in the last Which one. is great because it's like you get legitimately invested and scared for the And character. you don't know he's he's a basically a brand new character. He's not, but he is. You don't know what's gonna happen to him. Right. Like I know Captain America's not gonna fucking die. And if he does, he'll come back to life. Caesar won't get that chance. No, Caesar won't. There's no Tesseract or fucking cosmic gem to bring Caesar back to life when he dies, Corey. It's no, very depressing. It's not a comic book movie. Oh, I mean, it, it, I mean, it kind of is. It kind but, of is, but, but like, it's, like, it's not. I mean, I, I just mean like, because in comic books, I like, understand. I'm people being... die all the time, and they come back. Like I was explaining to somebody the other day about how in the comics, technically in the current universe, after Secret War stuff, Wolverine has been dead for a long time. Right, but he'll there be, is no he'll Wolverine. Be, he'll be back. But like the, but there's Old Man Logan, but he's from a different universe, right. so like he's not Wolverine. No, he is, but he he's isn't. Not. But like. He'll Wolverine will be back. Universes. It's almost like the only way just to like give a character a break is to kill him. Yeah, and then be like, you're I, done for now. I was gonna mention something uh, from Arrow, but I won't because you have your Yeah, not. probably shouldn't do that either. It was it was something about a char- a character on the show. You know I, what I'm I expect not, on my Critters Four podcast? Arrow spoilers. I'm not just wondering Jesus. There's a character from Arrow explaining to another character of Arrow on Arrow about multiverses. And oh them having to understand like that concept, so it was just funny. It was like you know right. some people don't understand when you're with this group of people, and then you're interacting with people like Barry Allen and stuff like that, right. where you learn about these multiverses, you know, but then to the outside world with regular people, they don't fucking know about this, and then they're like, oh, I don't get yeah, what this I don't is, understand. And, or why this would be a thing. What if Caesar goes into space? All right, I'll stop. <laughs> What if he lands on a planet, and instead of being ruled by apes, it's ruled by, like... Humans. <laughs> That's the first movie. I don't... Well, I was going to think of a different animal, like a giraffe, but no. Oh. Humans. And then there's, like, a, there's like an ape, President Lincoln. Oh, boo! <laughs> boo! What a bunch of garbage that movie was. Boo! Oh, no. No. I'd like to know if New Line still owns the rights to Critters or who owns the rights to those movies. Because they could easily just reboot Critters. Right. I would be sad. I don't know if anybody would care. I don't I don't know if it's something people want. I would be interested. But, like, how many people never... You could just make the, the same movie and people would be like, oh, it's kind of... Because this movie, Critters, none of these Critters movies are bad. No. And you could... But, like, are people going to see a title, like, Critters? And, like, that's a stupid name. I'm not no, going to see that. it probably have to be, like, a Netflix thing or... Like, the, like we were talking about... We've talked about, I think, a couple times so far. Like, what the if Tremors they, movies are still going. Right. And... But, like, uh, Tremors sounds cooler than Critters. Right. But, like, as much as, like, I love practical effects and I love the way it looks, I feel like something with, like, Critters could possibly benefit from CG. Well, that sounds like blasphemy to me. <laughs> Wow. It kind of is. You want real critters, aka fake critters, CGI critters, just like a, as just, opposed to just real like critters. Imagine like a million critters coming, like, like just mowing down. T- I don't know. Like you could have like you could you could add. It wouldn't necessarily have to be like the main ones. It could be like you could add so many more and well, make you, it look. You get the critters bloodbath we never got in any movie ever. Exactly, and it's almost like the apes movies, like those the CG apes. It's something that when they first announce they're gonna do that and it's right. gonna be all mocap, people were really down and out That's about true. it because the makeup, especially even in the Tim Burton one, the makeup looked fucking great. It, it looked real good. So it's like, oh, are you really gonna fucking do this? But then you see that first one and they're not peep, they're not like 
people like human-esque apes like in the other ones I mean, they're it's ape basic, apes they're basically cartoons like basically but they but even in in the dawn of the planet of the apes like they look so fucking real everybody looks good it's insane like koba and i want to listen Caesar. to this podcast in 10 years so like these guys age terribly. These apes look like garbage. <laughs> they look like garbage. I can't believe two uncanny valley it's like for us me. talking about like Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Basically, yeah. Think uh, about that. The, the Power, Power Rangers because it's awful. <laughs> it's the worst. When I saw that in theaters, I thought it was the coolest thing in the fucking world. <laughs> but I watched it a little bit ago. I mean, it's within the past like five years. I'm like, oh my god, this is awful. Ivan News looks terrible. That, that Zord looks like ass. Uh, that might be one of the worst examples of like. But Earth. like their suits. And like the monsters and Lord Zed, everybody looks awesome with the makeup. Well, the really frustrating thing about that movie is that Jurassic Park had already come out at the time. Yeah, it did. So like, look at the CG in Jurassic Park. Obviously, you know, ILM does gr bigger and better things. Jurassic Park still looks great. But why couldn't... Because well, cause what they were doing then was a mixture of practical... Which is what made it great. And... CG. Me as a child in 1992 cannot tell the difference. I mean, you still can't, really. It's hard. I've seen it too many times I look for it, so... Yeah, but it's still, like, when you, if you're just watching, like, turn on, and it's just on for a quick scene, the only time, it's hard to... The only, time that's, the only time that's obvious is because they were, they were trying to do so much. Is the opening scene with the pond, and they're, they're all yeah, walking yeah. around. You can tell. Yeah. But, like, I can barely tell now. Right. How, many, how long did it take me to even... So it's, like, it's funny when you think... When you're, notice? Like, you're almost... When you see something like Power Rangers or... Uh, Mortal Kombat Annihilation, you're like, oh, well, that's early days of CG. Yeah, it was, but there were people doing it really well. It's because, like... You just had to do it, and, and during that time, you had to do it more subtle. You had you to... You couldn't do it like you do now, like Dawn of the Planet. You can't just throw it in your face. You, it, you had to be subtle about it, and Power Rangers was like, no. Nope, fuck it. We no. don't want it to be people in suits, because nobody's going to like that, so we need to... Which is fine. Which is funny. Nobody's going to like people in suits. I mean, I don't know if that's their attitude, but it makes like feels like they didn't want to do people in suits because it would look cheesy on a big screen. Right. But what made that show so popular was, was people in suits. Right. So it's, it's really... But everything else in Power Rangers the movie looks fine. It like, looks real good. But those, I still think the, the like their actual like suits are great. Yeah, they great. Lord Zed looks fucking incredible. Yeah, he does. And he then with so Ivan Ooze when he's like transforming, then it's just not. It good. just looks like the worst b purple blob. And the Ninja Zoras looks like ass. Uh, and then like at the end when like the Scorpion when the, they're like the flying Mantis, in the space, and then Ivan Ooze is like his own Zor. It's like it looks like it's not good. They're in space. It's like fucking trash. It's not good. It's a shame. It's probably one of the worst examples of early CGI. Can I mean, somebody it's probably worse like Sci-Fi Channel original shit. But as far as big budget like blockbuster movies go, you know how they it's pretty bad. They redid like all of the next generation and the original series of Star Trek in HD, and they changed all the effects. They're all different, and they and like with the HD, all these shows look like they were made yesterday. Well, just it's just one fucking movie. Just do a little redo, we do, and then throw <laughs> them out. Power Rangers is still a thing. It's gonna be around forever. Just can I just. So I don't kind of see the movie again without wanting pull, to gouge pull, my eyes out. Pull a little George Lucas and fix a few just things. Just redo, just take them out. Just redo it. Yeah. You can do it. I mean, if the demand is high enough No one cares it. at all. No one gives a shit. I mean, not... people still like that movie, but there's so much... I feel like there's so much Power Rangers stuff. Right, it's, the, never, it's never done. The original, the original series is obviously still highly regarded. But then you have this new movie that just came out this past year... And I think it's better than anything Power Rangers have ever, I've ever seen because it's it's a little it's more it's taken seriously. Yeah. Uh, which I mean, it has its fun. I mean, parts, the original it, movie doesn't even take place in any of the universes, so it's already its own separate no, thing. So yeah. you just forget about it. And 
it's the new movie head is like it give you more character development which is something the other movie the other shows it's just like here's five teenagers and they're battling stuff. i still think tommy it was always the coolest guy because he had the most developed he went through the most things he did because like oh i'm real evil now i'm good oh now i'm lean no here i am I'm he's the this. only one really right though in the turbo the power rangers movie there's yeah, a there's a whole thing with kimberly and jason being evil and that's cool. Turbo Power Rangers movie is actually not terrible. No, it's good. With the exception of the introduction of Justin, the new Blue Ranger. A little kid. And it's just like, Rocky got hurt in a karate tournament. He's in the hospital. Well, we gotta replace him. Yeah, he, he can't heal. He's never gonna get better. No, he's out. <laughs> he's and out. And Billy's like, I'm not gonna... I'm just gonna work behind the scenes, so we need a blue, new Blue Ranger. Right. Because, like, Tommy becomes a Red Ranger in it. Right. It's just weird... Weird. I don't know how we got. Let's use this little kid. CGI is how we got. It's gonna go real big. Yeah, but you know, speaking but, of but speaking of CGI critters, I, I would be okay with because for for mass volumes and like I agree. But I don't know. I I don't know if that could get a theatrical release. I I it would have to be like a VOD. Uh, it'd be like critters, whatever. This is what because like you could drop a lot of money in this movie, but like to, if you're watching the trailer for this film in theaters, critters, and it's, then everyone's just like, nope. Like even me, I'd be like, nope. <laughs> you wouldn't. You're right. That wouldn't be me. Pretend, pretend it was me. If I wasn't me, if I was like a different person. Okay, pretend if you were a different person, you'd say yeah. nope. Yeah, I'd be like, no, All critters. Right. I believe that. I'm envisioning the Nick in freshman year high school who's like, wolf werewolves are stupid. So he'd be like, critters? That sounds like something yeah, dumb. I never about how you hated werewolves for whatever dumb reason. And vampires. They just weren't believable. I've accepted this. Why I talk about it. I it's know. A guy. I got to you. I gotta say that. It's like, it's what? Just, which is weird because I feel like more like when I was in 7th and 8th grade and into high school is when I started watching more horror. Like growing up when I was younger, I would watch like a Gremlins or like a... Monster Squad, stuff like that, that was more, like, kid-friendly. Yeah. But not as much. And then, like, when I was got into, like, like 7th, 8th grade high school, it's, like, when I started, like, I discovered, like, the Universal Horror Monster. Yeah. Like, I always knew they existed, but I never watched it, because when, mm -hmm. when you're younger, it's, like, black and white, this is yeah, stupid. Yeah, you're dumb when you're a kid. You're dumb. So, but I, like, you know, start watching that stuff. So, to... For you to be like, werewolves are stupid. Well, I'll tell you why. I was like totally opposite. I was but like, werewolves like, are fucking cool. But there's like so much material. So I was more of a, I'll use quotation marks, like a hot, hard science guy. So like, Predator, Alien, 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 Robocop, they have ro machines, technology. Right. He can be built. Terminator, from the future, absurd, but he's technology, he's a robot, mechanical Oh, things. this guy's just cursed and when back. the moon comes out, he turns into yeah, a like that's fat. Fuck that. Basically, I can't <laughs> laugh because, yep. That seems like, I don't believe that. And like, <laughs> vampires like the sun, like, how does that? I was always a little more towards vampires because I was like, oh, maybe it reacts with, like, his skin and he burns. It's still pretty stupid. See, I think I never still, still dumb. I never had that type of thing with vampires because I always liked the Castlevania games and they're totally yeah. based around vampires. That's true. So it was kind of like already um, on board with, with vampires. No, it, it so. took me later in life when I was thinking about when I had, when, you know, as most growing boys into young adults, do they think of like the big questions in life like what is a demon oh and now here we go <laughs> it's all oh all right here comes this journey it's funny though because we're talking about how like vampires and werewolves and stuff and these are things that i genuinely enjoy but what one area where i don't enjoy them was those underworld movies they're I, honestly right. i didn't like any of them i was okay because i liked the gene mixing and like what is this a blood feud and i remember i saw the first one in theaters uh when it came out and when i worked in the movie theater and i 
It was this is a free movie right. I got to go see, and I it fell was. asleep in the movie theater. I tried twice to go see the That's movie in theaters, good. and I fell asleep both times. And it wasn't like I was after work or something like that. Yeah, it's like I went on my own to go yeah. see this movie and give it mul and like, nope, I just can't. Like it's I like the idea. I like I like werewolves and I like vampires and they're. Which is what got me in the theater to see the second one, see the first one, and then we're like, oh, the second one takes place right after the first one, so the continuity nerd in me was like, oh, this is great. I was upset when they made the prequel about the Lycan Vampire War. That was not good. That was terrible. What's your face isn't in that one, right? She's in the newest one, the last one that came yeah, out. Yeah, because she doesn't exist yet. Because that's way back when, mm -hmm. like it goes, and it's just like, no, pass. It just was not good. Because, like, we know the backstory they tell it to us. So you, all you do is watch this. That's You watch a whole movie about, you know, the backbones of the plots of three movies. It's like, I okay, thanks. It's funny that you talk about, like, demons and stuff like that. I do want to see the new one that came out, like, a few years ago that no one liked. The last year, I think. I think so, and yeah. I'm pretty sure it bombed hard and nobody gave a shit anymore. No one did. But uh, something... I just mentioned demons and stuff, so it yes. made me think of this movie we did for the podcast a couple of years back, which was I Frankenstein, and it had to deal. It was like Frankenstein's monster, but then there's like gargoyles and we demons. We talked about involved. this. I want to see it so bad, but I haven't seen it for three years. It's you're fine. It sounds great though. <laughs> it sounds great. Frankenstein it does. and it, demons. And, I, the trailer looked awesome. And I was excited just because I was like, oh, this is going to be absurd. And I went and saw it, it on looks... IMAX because I'm like, I, if I'm seeing this movie that's going to be absurdly like just out of control, I just let that... I got to see it in the, like, the most absurd format I could possibly I just see. let that come in my ears, but you just said you saw this thing at IMAX. Oh, my God. What are you doing? Oh, my God. Holy shit. <laughs> the things I'll do for this podcast. I saw I, Frankenstein in IMAX. Holy fuck. At least we had a reason, I guess. Jesus. There was literally... Was we, it packed? It was It was us four, and there were three other people the day it came out, like a seven o'clock showing. What a man. What a waste of IMAX. I know. It's almost just like a burn it down. We've wasted all of our money. Like, why did they... Like, there are other movies out of the time that probably could have still been in IMAX, like, or maybe in IMAX, because this came... Because that came out in January. They probably were so hoping you know, it was... were, like, Christmas-time movies or whatever. Right. Like, big movies come out during Christmas that one of them was probably in IMAX format, making huge money, and probably still could have been for that theater, making huge money for them in IMAX, but I Frankenstein comes out in IMAX, and... It's almost like they were counting on the spectacle of the trailer that I enjoyed seeing to get people in the theaters, but they're just like, nope. It's just like, damn. It's just so absurd. Like the whole like, there's just this whole gargoyle. Uh, it's just. It sounds real good to me. <laughs> on paper, if you're just like, oh, there's a thing with Frankenstein's monster, and here in those gargoyles and stuff. Yeah. Kind of sounds cool. Ex the execution, it, you know. Yeah, it does. And then like Frankenstein's monster is like. Not this monster. He's just like a fucking good-looking dude that has some stitches on. <laughs> it's Aaron Eckhart. I know. He's, he's a good-looking dude. He is. Yeah, why do... Lots of Frankensteins just have... Lots of Frankensteins look very symmetrical, but they're stitches. He should look like a mess. He's made of a bunch of different people. Yeah. Oh, I think wow. they did a good job with that. From what I remember, Van Helsing. Oh, The yeah. Hugh Jackman. Oh, yeah, those were a mess, too. You like that movie? It's kind of a mess to me. I, I don't really remember. 
remember much about it. Oh, I remember the Frankenstein stuff. I remember he your like, brain holds on. He used like the bolts to like a, like connect the electrocute. Right. There were some cool parts. I don't really remember they, much they about mixed, it. They mixed. Well, they mixed a lot of monsters in there, like Van Helsing, oh, yeah, it's Frankenstein. Just, it's, it's a ton. It's almost like what they're trying to do now with this. I was upset because people because it sucks. People think they can throw spoilers out for the new Mummy movie. Oh, I watched. Uh, some... Do you know who else is in that movie? Doctor Jekyll. Right. Yeah, that's in the trailer. Well, I didn't watch the trailer because, like, maybe that I didn't. I must have missed that in that trailer. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. I missed He's it. like, I'm Doctor Jekyll. Oh, well, that's weird. It's Russell Crowe. I that, heard... To me, that was like, if there's any other monsters in it, I don't know because I didn't. No, see that was the only. Else. That was the only spoiler. But I suppose that's because I had myself in under a media blackout. <laughs> yeah, he's in the. They announced it. He's like in the trailer. But the the radio review I listened to. But if like somebody another like monster something in it, they've announced other people playing characters in this dark universe. That they're calling it. Uh, Johnny Depp is going to be like the Invisible Man. Yeah, so what we're doing... Which is funny, because like, if this movie is not good, did Johnny Depp go to the premiere of this and be like, fuck. Well, <laughs> well, that's what they were talking about like on the radio, though, because how Tom Cruise always goes all out for every movie he's in. He does press all over the world. Yeah. He's a madman. He's like done nothing for this. Like he's just He hasn't said good or bad things. He's just kind of stepped back yeah. and let and, it and, exist. And something I think we've talked about before is that uh, what they were they wanted the Dracula Untold movie to be part of this originally like that was supposed to kick it off yeah. and it didn't do so well but that movie is fucking cool as hell oh, Moondale soon so uh, but it has nothing to do with Critters and but it's like the same thing we talk about all the time a movie's good and then we don't have a lot to talk about well we, we, we need to talk about tangents, but tangents are great and but we, Critters yeah. tangents are great but there's one tangent I want to get back to because we could have jumped back on back into it when we were talking about Power Rangers about how bad guy turned good what about a good guy turned bad like, we don't know what's going on in these 53 years. Ugh. And Charlie was friends with Ugg. And we find out there's a councilman named Tetra who looks just like Ugg. He's, he's, he's fucking Ugg. Oh, but it like, is. Because he, he remembers Charlie. Right. And he never sh shapeshifted once. Like, even... I guess he didn't, never did in the last one. Like, once um, he picks that form, he, he stays Yeah, in. he stays. Once he picks that form, he's, he was happy with his... Lee was the only one who... He was happy with that. his 80s rocker form. And then he just kept it forever. Going around space is just human. It's... It's fine. But, like, he's totally, like, he's just a bad guy. We don't know what he's doing, what he wants the Critters for. It seems real sketchy, especially if you assume that the um, uh, Terracor wants, like, their plan to, like, send monsters to, like, a planet to destroy life and then colonize it. It seems real bad. And, like, him and Charlie have a standoff. And, and he kills Ugg. He does. He puts him down. Because, like... Charlie, like, it's a... That's why, I mean, like, this movie's great because it does so many things that you don't expect. And, like, I didn't know I was going to get this character development of Charlie, like, Ugg. Like, Ugg, like... It doesn't play like we forget who Ugg is. It's a huge point where Charlie's yelling for Ugg and then Ugg basically ignores him, doesn't give him any reactions, and then when things get, you know, then... Then Ugg shoots a guy, he kills him, he kills uh, Chucky. Brad Dourif. Yeah, he dies. And he, and he was, like, a good guy the whole time. It's funny. Almost all these Critter movies always have, like, one human guy who's, like, a bad guy. Yeah. And, like, so, like, the first one, I think, the not the sheriff, but, like, the sheriff's, like, partner. He was kind of, like, you know, he hated Charlie and blah, 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 blah. He was shitty. And then the second one, it was, like, the new sheriff, and he died. Yeah. And in the third one, you had the owner of the building and the uh, maintenance guy. In this one, it was the captain of the ship. Yeah, uh, he's a sleazebag. Yeah, he's a sleazebag. And then plot twist, the other one's Ugg. <sighs> right? He's not a humanoid bad guy. He's not a human. Well, but I mean, yeah, like, but like... He's, a, I, he's, a, he's I, not a critter threat. I he's an outside like, threat. He's at the end. 
So I mean, still like counts. main main right. thing is like the, there's one. It's it's the fucking and like one. any of them that sh- that shitty dick bag usually dies right away. Yeah, they the, just like you're done. Yeah, the captain he died pretty. He, he died real good. He was the first one to die, and his death was pretty critter ate through his mouth. Yeah, it was cool. It was like the only death that was kind of cool. Uh, but then, yeah, but he deserved to die. You know, he wanted that, he wanted that, that black booty. He did. Because what you do when you want to go, when you want a woman to do things with you, and she's shown you no signs of reciprocating your feelings when she's showering, you just walk into the shower with your clothes on yeah. and look at her, and then you get slapped, because of course you're going to get slapped. Yeah. You should have got killed. Yeah. What are you doing? Oh, Rick. Oh, Rick. Captain Rick. So, yeah, I, uh, I, I, I enjoyed the uh, the Critters movies. I think it was a good uh, good good run of the four Critters movies. It would have been neat if there was a fifth one. I feel like at the time Critters was probably ran its course. It was probably done. Uh, people, it was like, it was by three. It was straight to video, and it's one of those things where it's like you keep making them or nobody's renting them or buying them. And right, what I like about on. this series is that I could rewatch each one and I wouldn't feel like obligated to get through them. Like I'm I'm rewatching all the Transformers right now. Oh man, Revenge of the Fallen. <sighs> yeah, it was on the other day on HBO. It's even sitting on my couch that last hour and a half of just desert battle in Egypt. They were two miles away running with a sock with the Matrix of Leadership inside of it. Yeah. Two miles. And it's an out. How? And why do you. Why can't you just stay in Bumblebee? He could drive you there in a minute. No, he gets out and starts shooting lasers and you get to run two miles. Mm. I didn't watch the whole thing the other day. It feels like a war. That I will give it that. It's like it does have a contained like war feeling at the end because like well when there's a movie with no script and you can just film by the pyramids, well that's all you're gonna film. Yeah. Put in some robots, guys. You film all this desert, Michael Bay. Put in some robots. All right. The only one that's fresh in my mind is the last one because the last one I watched in full was the last one that came out in theaters and I saw it in theaters and that's the only time I watched it. Yeah, the only one like if you could if you could just edit down. That last part of Revenge of the Fallen, I wouldn't throw it in the garbage as easily as I do. But even, like, the story points were great, but when a movie's... People forget the movie was made with no script. Like, that one... And people hated on it so hard because it gave him an excuse to hate all over Michael Bay, and then he's never recovered. Well, I mean, he's recovered billions of dollars, so who's really losing Yeah, this? he still makes this... Yeah, when fine. he when he doesn't make a Transformers movie, typically he makes like a movie that makes a decent amount of money. Right. Pain and gain in between. Right. Transformers fuels his own projects. Yeah, that's why it works. It really does, because pain and gain in between, and then uh, he had that war movie that came out like a he year. He did. I never, I wanted to see it, but apparently it was pretty good. And was uh, it the one about Benghazi? Or was it a different one? I think it was. Okay. But that, I heard that was supposed to be halfway decent, very action packed, you know, Michael Bay right. style. But right. uh, yeah, it's weird when it's like he does these Transformers, but then he says he's not doing it anymore. Who knows? It's a negotiating tactic. I won't yeah. do it. Oh, you sure? All right. Yeah. It's like, oh my God. Five Michael Bay. Yeah. I'm okay, though. I'm fine with that. Whatever. Because he also subsidizes other Transformers things, so, I mean, that's okay. But speaking of that... Yeah. On the next episode of the podcast, yeah. we go from B-movie breakdown to Bay-movie breakdown. Bay-movie breakdown, right. And we will be watching Transformers The Last Night. The Last Night. It's the best of the worst. 